0: Welcome to another episode of Mike's Money Picks. On this episode, we're going to be previewing week 13 in the NFL season with a segment that we call Buy or Sell. Basically, just guys that I like and don't like heading into this week of the NFL season. If you are here just for the NFL content, I strongly encourage you to listen for another sport. We've got two college football episodes that we're previewing this week's two slates of games that came out yesterday, as well as a college basketball episode that came out earlier this morning. If you play other sports for season long or daily fantasy, we've got you covered here on Mike's Money Picks, and we've got different options for you to listen to. If you want my full DFS lineups, head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike'sMoneyPicks. And make sure you follow me on Twitter at Mike'sMoneyPicks for some extra stats and facts that sometimes I don't always get to here on the podcast. And I'm more than happy to answer any start, sick questions or lineup questions you may have on my Twitter page. All right, enough talking. Let's go ahead and talk about week 13 in the NFL. Let's start by talking about some quarterbacks. But first, a quick word from our friends at Anchor. Mm -hmm. Starting off at the quarterback position, the first quarterback on my buy list this week is Justin Herbert of the Los Angeles Chargers. He was on our buy list last week and he did not disappoint against Arizona, and this week he should finally have his full complement of receivers back with Mike Williams expected to play this week. And what's even better is that now he gets the Raiders. The Raiders. I've gone over all season long how bad they are against quarterbacks. My new stat for them is that they've given up 18 fantasy points to all but two quarterbacks so far this season. They've played 10 games, 11 games, excuse me, and they've given up 18 fantasy points to nine quarterbacks. And now they get a hot Justin Herbert with all his receivers back. Yeah, this is a spot for Justin Herbert this week. Second quarterback on the buy list is Joe Burrow. So Kansas City this season has given up eight top 12 weeks to quarterbacks And when you look at Joe Burrow, you got to mention his last performance in the regular season against Kansas City. He had 34 fantasy points. He had over 400 yards in that game in that week 16 game against Kansas City last season. And in the AFC Championship game at Kansas City, he had 18 fantasy points. I don't see a scenario where Joe Burrow ends this game with less than 16 fantasy points personally, because also... One thing you got to factor in, he's getting Jamar Chase back. And you might remember what Jamar Chase did last season against Kansas City in the regular season. Me personally, he cost me a few championship games because I didn't have him on my teams. And in the games this season, when Joe Burrow has been playing and Jamar Chase has been playing, he's averaged 25 fantasy points per game. That is an insane statistic. And if it keeps going, he's definitely going to be a top five quarterback this week. The last quarterback on the buy list is going to be Deshaun Watson which, I don't know, I kind of feel dirty saying it because he is a terrible person. But from a fantasy perspective, I I really like him in this spot. I think you can beat Houston by air or by ground, and I think that Cleveland is going to go out there this week and give Deshaun plenty of opportunities to knock the rust off and get back to form. And Deshaun's also got rushing upside. So, you know, there's always that chance that when they get in the red zone, he can just take off and get in the end zone all on his own. And I think that he's got added motivation because he is going to be playing against his former team, the Houston Texans. Just a lot going on here that, to me, bodes for a really good Deshaun week. Now, in case you forgot about how good of a fantasy option Deshaun Watson is, since they both joined the league at the same time, he is quarterback two in fantasy points per game behind only Patrick Mahomes. Like I said, he might be a terrible person, but in fantasy football, if you can get past that, I think he's a really solid option this week. One guy that I would be willing to stream this week is Mike White. He has a great matchup against Minnesota, and he has three or three out of four career starts where he's put up over twenty fantasy points. Honestly, I would stream Mike White ahead of other options like Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins, or Daniel Jones this week. And I think that he's really worth the look in daily fantasy as well. The only quarterback that is on the sell list this week is Lamar Jackson. So, I mean, he started out the season so good. And I've got him on a few of my teams, and it's just been really, really frustrating because I feel like he needs to get Rashad Bateman back to be back to being Lamar Jackson again. And they need to get, um, what's his name, J.K. Dobbins back in the running game to be back to being the full Baltimore Ravens offense. And when you look at Lamar Jackson, Denver is the league's toughest matchup for quarterbacks and Deshaun has not been a top seven weekly quarterback since week three. I think we would be dependent on a huge rushing game from Lamar Jackson to make him a top five quarterback this week. I think in season-long fantasy, if you have Lamar, you're probably still starting him, but I just it's hard to get excited about Lamar Jackson this week, given what he's done recently and given the tough matchup against Denver. All right, let's switch on over to the running back position. At the running back position this week, again, I'm trying not to do super obvious plays for running backs and wide receivers. The first running back on my buy list, I think he is a top five running back this week, is Ramondre Stevenson of the New England Patriots. So in the past month, he leads all running backs in target share. Yes, all running backs. That includes Austin Eckler. That includes Christian McCaffrey. That includes Alvin Kamara. Ramondre Stevenson's been getting more targets than them. And it's because Mac Jones has just been simply willing to just dump it down to him. And Ramondre is great after the catch. He can make one man miss and turn a dump off into a 15, 20 yard gain. Now, what's also important is that Damian Harris is expected to miss this game. And Ramondre Stevenson had over 19.5 PPR points in all three games that Damian Harris missed earlier in the season. So I think Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson, lock him in to get 20 PPR points this week second running back on the buy list is Damian Pierce of the Houston Texans. And look, I'm not going to lie. It's been a rough last two weeks, but it hasn't been because of his workload. It's been because of the bad matchups and really the game flow as well. Like the Texans were out of that game against Miami, like six minutes in. And so I think that when you look at a game against the Browns, it's going to be a little closer. The Browns play close games against everybody. And Cleveland's also the second worst rushing defense in the league. So I think this is the perfect spot for a Damian Pierce bounce back. I think if you have him in your season-long league, this is a great spot to start him in. And in daily, I think he's a great play as well. The last running back on the buy list is Kyron Williams of the Los Angeles Rams. So what's interesting here is the Rams running back situation had not been very productive all season long because of how much they were splitting carries, splitting touches and how much just ineffective they were at that position. But I think Kyron Williams has breathed a little bit of life into it because he's a very solid receiving running back out of the backfield. He had a 71% snap share last week, meaning that he has kind of taken over the hold of this starting running back position. And he got three targets out of the air. He caught two of them. So you're looking at a guy who's got some decent receiving upside as well as He is the clear leader in the room in terms of snaps and carries at this point in the season. Now, also, I like the matchup because look, remember what we just saw Josh Jacobs do to Seattle, that 86-yard walk-off touchdown run? Who's to say Kyron Williams can't break off one of those? So I really like Kyron Williams because the matchup and the usage in the recent two weeks. Now, the two running backs that are on the sell list are actually going to be going against each other. The first one is Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans. So teams are starting to figure Tennessee out. And they're starting to load the box, put more guys into the box, and dare Ryan Tannehill and this receiving court to beat them throwing. Henry currently is first in the league in running into loaded boxes. And so you look at the blueprint of what Cincinnati did, and I don't know, I just just don't see it against this Philly defense. I think Philly's a better run defense than Cincinnati. That front four for Philly is really solid. And I just don't see Derrick Henry having a hugely productive week now. It is fair to say that we might have a different outlook if he just finishes that touchdown against Cincinnati that he fumbled into the end zone, but I just I still think it's hard to get excited about him this week against this specific run defense and seeing how teams are defending him right now. The other running back that is on the sell list is Miles Sanders of the Philadelphia Eagles. Look, everybody's excited about the performance last week. Like, yeah, he was super-duper productive. He probably won your week if you played him, but... Look at the process and look at the data. He only had 54% of the snaps played last week. This team seems to be looking for every excuse to play Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell in spots over Miles Sanders. I don't know why, but they're just not fully bought into Miles as a true workhorse back. And until that, I don't think you can depend on the production like they had last week. Now, Tennessee is a pretty tough run defense, and... I think that that also plays a factor. I don't think that he's going to have the success that he did. And if he's only going to get the snaps that he did, if he's only going to be at 54%, he's definitely not going to produce at the same level he was just at. Now, honestly, it was tough to find running backs on the sell list this week, y'all. There's a lot of running backs that I do like a little bit that didn't quite make the cut for the buy list. One of them is David Montgomery. Um, But I think this is a really good week for running backs. I think that it's really tough to find good running backs that have bad matchups that I could put on this sell list. So... Let's switch on over from the running back position and talk about some wide receivers. At the wide receiver position, the first name that is going to be on my buy list is Christian Kirk of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Look, Kirk has been great all season. He was a little bit relatively quiet in that Ravens game because so much of the targets and so much of the production went to Zay Jones, but Christian Kirk is a guy that operates almost exclusively out of the slot, and the Lions are the bottom three in the league in defending the slot position, so I think this is a big spot for a potential huge week for Christian Kirk of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The second receiver on the buy list is Garrett Wilson of the New York Jets. So what's interesting with Garrett Wilson is that he averages literally double the targets and double the fantasy points in games when Zach Wilson does not play. This includes the start of the season when it was Joe Flacco. It includes last week when it was Mike White. So, I mean, simply put, when Zach Wilson's out, Garrett Wilson, you got to play him, right? Like, he's been outstanding in those games when Zach Wilson hasn't played. And also, I kind of like Minnesota as the matchup. We just watched Mac Jones throw for over 300 yards against Minnesota, and Mac Jones can do it than anybody can. So I think that this is a great matchup for Garrett Wilson. I also like Elijah Moore. I think he had a little bit of a resurrection game last week, and I think that he is back as well. And so I really like these jet receivers this week against the Minnesota Vikings. The last receiver on my buy list is going to be Christian Watson of the Green Bay Packers. So look, the Bears' secondary is depleted with a lot of injuries right now. They're really thin at that position. And Christian Watson, he's been a top 10 wide receiver in three straight weekly performances. That's pretty impressive. And also, I think he's really coming to his own because they trust him being out there now. He saw his highest snap share of the season last week. So whatever it was at the start of the season that was causing him not to play a whole lot, not to be on the field a whole lot, he's fixed it. And now he's on the field, he's getting targets, and he is really explosive, really fun to watch when he gets those targets. I mean, he is one of these guys that, like, really tall, really fast, just really, really athletic player. And if he breaks one, one off for a touchdown, then he's going to pay off his price instantly and daily, and he's going to be well worth a start in season long. I really like Christian Watson this week. Now, this guy does not make my buy list, but one interesting nugget that when I was doing research, I found. So one thing to remember this late in the season is that you're going to be looking at some rematches between divisional opponents. And so one of the most interesting ones was Chris Olave is playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers again. Chris Olave, the last time the Buccaneers and Saints played, he had over 300 air yards, which means that he was getting targeted a lot and he was getting targeted deep downfield. So Chris Olave... I don't think he quite makes the buy list because it was Jameis Winston at quarterback, not Andy Dalton, but I don't know. I could kind of see them going back to it. Just interesting nugget to consider, and also, again, consider those rematches and look at previous performances. On the sell list, the first wide receiver on the sell list is going to be Mike Evans of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and look, quite simply, in his career, he's been terrible against Marshawn Lattimore of the Saints, and last time, he literally punched Marcus Lattimore and got suspended, so... Um, I'm just not interested in playing Mike Evans this week. If you know you're looking at being like super duper contrarian and playing him, then yeah, go for it. But I'm just not interested. The last quarter, or last wide receiver on the sell list is going to be Gabriel Davis. Look, he's just really boomer bust. Like I just, he's almost like what Mike Williams, honestly, because when you look at his game log, he has these huge games and then games where he just disappears. And then it's another huge game. And then it's a game where he disappears. So, I just don't know what I'm going to get out of Gabe Davis. And looking at historically what Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots do, I think they will try to take Gabe Davis away because I think that they're going to bend but not break. So I think that they're going to dare Buffalo to throw short and to throw intermediate to guys like Diggs and McKenzie. And they're going to take away the deep shots to Gabe Davis because they know that's what will get them beat quicker. That's just what I anticipate that they'll do from a game-planning standpoint. So I think that would mean... all out on game Davis this week. All right, so now let's switch on over. Let's talk about some tight ends. Let's talk about some defenses to stream, and then let's end it for this week's preview. At the tight end position, there are two tight ends that are going to make my buy list. The first is TJ Hawkinson, who has actually been tight end number two in fantasy points since getting traded to Minnesota. And I mean, You gotta like that, right? Like if you had him on your team and you were doubting when he was a lion, he's pretty much turned everything on its head since he got traded to Minnesota. He's been outstanding. He is on the buy list. Lock him in your lineups this week. Second wide receiver, or second tight end, excuse me, on the buy list is going to be Cole Komet. So believe it or not, Cole Komet has the highest target share amongst tight ends over the past month. Yes, that's ahead of Travis Kelsey. That's ahead of Mark Andrews. He has seen a lot of targets, and with the injury to Darnell Mooney, I think that he could see even more targets. So Cole Komet is finding his way to my buy list this week. The sell list for tight ends. It's tough because position's really, really thin right now, like the thinnest it's ever been. So if you got a guy who is starting for his team, the team's a decent offense, then – then they're okay. Like, I don't know, the, the, the bottom end of the tight end position in terms of even the starters is just bad right now. You know, the injuries to Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz really hurt the depth at that position. So the sell list, I don't know, maybe Greg Dulcich. I, I'm not high on Greg Dulcich this week. I think that he's cooled off since his hot start, and this Broncos offense is just a nightmare right now. So I think he would be the one tight end, I would say. Um, try to find a way to get him out of your lineups. I, I, I think he's really on the downturn right now. Now, I do want to talk about defense. So, defenses in fantasy football, you either are somebody who rides with one defense for all season long, or you're somebody who streams and picks up a defense on a week-to-week basis. If you are streaming a defense this week, my two recommendations are Cleveland, who get the Houston Texans, and Baltimore, who are getting the Denver Broncos. So, those two defenses are the two that I would be trying to stream if I was streaming a defense this week. Alright, y'all. That does it for this week 13 preview. Make sure you stay tuned to the podcast feed. got episodes of all other sports going up, including a college basketball episode earlier this morning. And I don't quite know what I'm going to do for tomorrow. It might be another NFL episode. Who knows? But anyway, stay tuned to the podcast feed. We will have another episode coming out tomorrow. Always make sure if you want my full DFS lineups, head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike's And make sure you follow me on Twitter at Mike's Money for some extra stats and facts that I didn't get to in the episode. I'll also answer any lineup questions or any start sick questions that you might have on Twitter. All right, that does it for the episode, guys. Thank you all for listening, and I will see you all next time.